Hello everyone, welcome to the stream. No cold open this week because I didn't get to end the stream last week and I thought I should do some sort of a blend here in case... What I'm thinking of is all those people in the future that are watching the VODs on like a playlist and then something just ends and then yeah. this one starts. Just so yeah. you know, that was how it was supposed to go. Not how it was supposed to go, that's how it went. Um, mm -hmm. I moved house last week and the previous episode of Miss Light just cut off at one point because my ISP decided to cut off my internet 24 hours early and yeah and there was a whole thing and so that was the uh that was the end of last week's episode of course um everything continued without me these guys solved the puzzle completed the campaign and now we're in the post-show round table yeah now we Feeling run great. a salami shop <laughs> yeah 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 uh, the secret of the salami was crazy right Mm -hmm. yeah. Crazy was yeah. like, who really did so expect cool. that? Still can't figure out how you came up with it. It's genius. I yeah. Know, yeah. Well, you know, you know what they say about me. Genius. That's the first word. Genius. Yeah. Comes to mind. <laughs> um, speaking Visionary. of uh, genius, Fairlight, how's your knee? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the 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 odd slow dripping sensation down my leg has stopped. Oh, yeah, stop. He, 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 so he, he beat himself. He, he, he beat brought blade bread. <laughs> I see now. Now everyone's going to be wondering what you mean. I had a little run-in, in the most literal sense of the word, with my desk right before we started, and managed to slice my knee open. But I think we're good. Nice. I think we're good. Um, yes, you injured yourself. Um, Liam it's okay. I used lay on hands afterwards, <laughs> and I'm full health now. Yes, yep. lay on hands. You definitely have. Um, Leah moved house. Living yeah, Poland. I got bored of the old one. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't own any shares, so I just sit on the floor here. It's weird. Definitely you, horns did you, Yeah, we placed did bets you move house you or just or not. Yeah, visit your vacation too home. <laughs> yeah, one of my seven vacation homes in mm -hmm. Poland. The <laughs> destination <laughs> <laughs> um, of the summer. Mm -hmm. Bryce here. I'm I'm alive. Yeah. I got my first. Pfizer dose yesterday, so Feel okay. I'll let y'all know when the 5G oh. hits. Nice. And mm -hmm. it's Disby's one year anniversary. Congratulations, Disby. I remember it feels like just yesterday we were playing D&D and one week ended and then the yeah. next week you came in and went got married the other day and then we carried <laughs> yeah. on as if nothing had happened and we were like what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and here we are, one year later on. Uh, here we are. Yeah, she can't get rid of me. Um, I'm like the leeches that are buried inside your skin. Uh, you know? Oh eggs. my god, Stop you're it. a good leech to have. Apparently. We got rid of the leeches real easily, Brad. It's the eggs that are the real the problem. The eggs containing mm -hmm. things that are worse than leeches. They're like alien. They transform into whatever you are. Um, which would be really fun in D&D, actually, now that I think about it. Can you stop this? Stop this train of thought right now. Just stop it. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I just thought I would, I would uh, let everybody know, just in case, um, you know, whatever, if it was confusing. I know that the stream booted back up and PB explained the situation and there was, like, descriptions on the stuff. But just so you know, the end of the previous episode, um, kind of just going down, is exactly how it is on the VOD and that's just what it is and everyone's like why don't you do better production quality because I was moving house and I didn't have any internet and I couldn't fix it <laughs> and it was easier yeah. to just put it up and, uh, and uh, normally I would I would do something but it is what it is and uh yes so we're here this is chapter six seven 
Oh god. Seven. Seven? Whoa. Oh god, we gotta hurry up because chapter eight is gonna be a big deal. Hmm? Kidding, kidding, and just like to freak you guys out. Speaking of freaking you, you out, so much. can you all roll me a d20? Nope. And then we're gonna and we're oh. gonna and we're gonna jump back into it. Um, no. And we're gonna jump on back into it to remind oh, wow. everybody of what is going on. You guys are in a cavern system, um, and uh, you guys have been uh, maneuvering through it after after you had encountered Orias, who is a kind of frightening wizard figure that um, Fix seems to have been tracking, um, who is a necromancer of sorts. He seems to have raised a kind of small um, squad of undead at the cave entrance. So instead of uh, kind of running out there and having to deal with him and all of that and the danger of it, you guys um, caused a small cave in at the entrance of this cave system and fled backwards into where there was previously a hideout um, for some of these bandits. You took um, camp there for a little while. You buried the um, body of one of Fix's comrades and um, then began sort of figuring out how to get out of this cave system. You tested the different possible options. Um, you discovered a key. You found that there was one way out that was pretty dangerous. It was essentially a, a huge pool of water that you would have to um, cross to get to the other side in the hopes that the um, and, uh, the exit there would lead you out. Um, but there were also entrances that you could take by foot. One of them you knew to be covered in spiders, the other two um, leading in two slightly different directions, but essentially heading uh, east, which was the direction you guys were heading anyway towards some point before you ended up in this cave system. Um, you chose one of them, kind of a uh, a whole cave system. It, it There's a constant sense of like underwaterness. There's a, there's water trickling down the walls. The caves are damp and the um, areas that you're maneuvering around quite often, you find your feet slightly underwater or you find that there are swampy little um uh lakey kind of areas that are not really lakes but they're like underwater enough that there are leeches and fish and horrible things floating around in them um you did uh encounter a creature that we kind of named the man bear wolf um that seemed to be defending its young you didn't um, engage the creature you kept you distracted it with some meat and then avoided it moving around the creature you came then to the um end of of where we got to last week where you found the uh the a a cavern that had a strange waterfall in it that was suspended almost as if it was frozen in time um you approached it you noticed that there were some magical runes you had a quick inspection of them um and decided to before you started messing with it take a quick short rest everybody sitting down around this um, strange-looking cavern uh, exit um, with the suspended waterfall. It is, again, it's quite a wet cave area. There's, um, there's a, a decent amount of water underfoot, but the, um, the actual waterfall itself is not causing any water to fill up or, or, uh, or any real noise, I guess. It's, it's relatively quiet and relaxed and somewhat safe at the far end of the cave just around the corner that you came in there is that man beowulf thing um but yeah it's a decent place for you guys to settle and take your short rest um so i think we probably rejoin each of you today as we come into this um session um maybe sitting around on your packs on a on a drier rock away from or uh, elevated from 
the water below and um, just taking a breather. Maybe Merlin's eating a, a you know, two-week-old strawberry and um, each of you sitting about just taking a moment before you try and progress past this strange rune-covered waterfall. What do you guys do? I will, uh, I'll start by addressing Fix while we're, while we're all catching our breath here. Been meaning to ask back in the other room. Do you see something back there the rest of us didn't see? <laughs> like, like what? Like a vision of sorts. <clears throat> when I opened the chest, there was something I suppose you guys couldn't see. I kind of figured I uh, had the same thing happen to me. When? Right after we met uh, in Cold. Remember after I went to go dump the, the dead thing? And I was on my way back. I stopped and I said, did you see that? Do you? And you looked at me and you said, is this some sort of ruse to change the topic or waste my time? Mm. That's because I had a vision there too. Do you mind telling me what you saw? suppose there's no harm in it. I saw... I saw myself... And a woman I didn't recognize... And we were fighting something, but the whatever we were fighting was not clear, not visible. But it was clear that she and I stood side by side, engaged with something. And then a fatal blow that was intended for me. She stepped in front of it and took it instead. And you didn't recognize this at all? I I don't know her. Nor do I have any recollection of a, a fight like that. Well, I'm afraid it sounds nothing like the one I experienced. Fair enough. I just, uh... Yeah. Figured if I'm seeing stuff... And you're seeing stuff, maybe there's a connection, but that's all I got to go on. Did you do anything that might have triggered it to happen? Did you... No, but it wasn't the first one either. It was the second one. The second vision? I had one even before that, before we ever met. The same thing? A scene you didn't recognize, or...? People I didn't know. Me on a ship. At least I don't know that it was me. I I saw from I saw from a perspective. I saw out his eyes, and he was roughly my size, but voice didn't sound like me. Felt kind of foreign, like I was seeing out somebody else's eyes. And there was a it was a there was a dwarf and a woman I don't know. 
and they were... We were sailing into the mist. Apparently it was my idea. Or his, his idea. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, anyway, I, I just, I've, had, I've had strange visions, so when you looked up and said, did the rest of you see that, I thought maybe there was relation mm. in some way. I'm afraid not. I'll turn to Fire and Merlin. Any visions we should know about from either of you? Mm. No, I feel left out. The only visions I get are uh, when I'm thinking about food. I also kind of thought maybe they were related because... Well... Right after you, uh, right after you saw something, you got your little pet. And it was right after I saw myself on that ship that, uh... Well, I can see in the dark now. So something happened to you after Grant's Refuge, and you had a vision, and now you've woken up like this. And you have no... And was it the same woman in both visions, or... No. A different woman? The woman on the ship I never even saw. She was... It's hard to describe. It's like a dream. You know, you wake up and what was clear to you a moment ago is just kind of mm. faded. I could I could hear her voice. She was standing right there next to me. But I just I couldn't get a good look. And then when the vision faded, I, I can't remember. But in the second one, in the second one, the woman who took the blow for me, she clearly looked like one of the tribal folk that lived to the west, one of the core tribes. Furs, big and strong. A barbaric sort. Are they people you've dealt with before? I got one very brief run-in with them in my army days almost a decade ago, but... I don't recall meeting anyone by that description, and it was all over very quick. When you've had these visions, are they scary? Are they... Do they affect you emotionally at all? Well, the first one. I don't think it was the vision that was affecting me, but... Kinda just found everyone I know dead, so I was very emotionally affected, but I don't think it was the vision itself that did it. The second one... Why should it? I don't know her. Nor do I recognize that fight. It's just all very strange. I was, I don't know, I was just maybe hoping maybe there was some similarity with your experience to compare it to, but it sounds like it wasn't. No. May I ask what you saw? I, I, in truth, I didn't see anything. I heard what I assumed to be the final moments of my sister's life. And I... I assume it's because of the connection that we all share. And I, I don't know, something... You know, you saw the way she went for me in the cavern. You saw the way she was fixated. I think that was this so-called demon. I would... <clears throat> Seem once again you have the worst end of that bargain then. Sorry, you had to listen to that. Okay, well, if there's... If there's no answers to be found in this conversation, then... I propose we try to get out of this... Disgusting cave. 
Mm. Before we make any well. more slimy friends. How are we sure this isn't a trap? We're not. I look at Merlin. Do you have oh. anything that would detect a trap? Or Are you sure? Well, I, I, I'm at least certain of this. If, if there was a trap, we would have activated it by now. We've been resting here for a good bit, so I think it's safe to say we're, we're in the clear of traps. We haven't yet touched the rune stones. No, we have not crossed that bridge just yet. Well, it's... Either we try to activate this thing and press forward, or we simply double back and go <clears throat> try a different angle. Um, I'm going to stand up and find a loose pebble on the ground mm -hmm. and sort of toss it towards the frozen waterfall. Yeah, you uh, you throw the uh, the stone up there and it, it hits the front of the suspended waterfall as if it's made of... I guess like a thick glass, it doesn't leave a mark behind or anything like that, but it just it bounces off of it, like bouncing off of something very solid. Does it look like it's bounced off the waterfall or like a, something in front of it? Off of the waterfall as if it was just a solid thing. Like very, very clear, extremely strong ice or glass is what it would probably look like. Any ideas? I mean, I mean one if, rune if... reads ice, the other fire. Well, I mean, it's it's pretty straightforward, I think, then. You make the fire, you make the ice, and the elf and I will be ready in case anything nasty jumps out at us. Mm-hmm. Of course, if the room starts suddenly flooding with water or something and we have a more interesting problem to solve, then we might just have to quickly retreat out of here. Hopefully our friend in the previous room isn't uh, feeling too territorial. With that, I'm going to take a look around. What's the ceiling look like? Is it quite a high ceiling cavern? Or yeah, it's you can see the um, the the ceiling above you. It looks like it's probably just maybe just outside of your 60 feet of vision. Um, and as you guys begin maybe moving upwards, because this is there's a slight incline and some rocks and stones that you can climb up towards the um, the suspended waterfall. Looking upwards, you can see that the cavern kind of um, uh, it runs upwards as if uh, as if you're in a kind of wedged shape, and uh, the, uh, the far more open end of it closing down and coming down towards you with water running along the top of it um, through several smaller holes um, in in rivulets running off of um, the ceiling above you and down the walls around you. Um, there are several holes where you can see smaller. Um, little rivulets, little waterfalls pouring out, um, running down into the water below you, draining off away from you, down back towards where the creature was. Um, you do see uh, that the the area where the actual waterfall is coming from it looks as if um, it's, it's just a bunch of cracked and broken stone above you, not necessarily a hole that you would be able to climb through, but lots of little fissures that are allowing lots of water to pour through. Again, it's it's completely suspended as if frozen in time. Um, and just to remind you and everyone what you do actually see um, since it's been a week, ahead of you, you see the 
um, this waterfall. It's the central um, piece of, of what's in front of you. Um, but it seems to be blocking a, a circular kind of passageway, easily big enough for you to get into. You'd probably have to crawl through it, um, but there is a, a, a way out of this cavern directly behind where the waterfall is. Um, and it's very easy to see behind because the waterfall is suspended in clear water. Um, it almost acts like glass. It's very clear that you can see into another um, tunnel. Um, in front of the uh, where the waterfall is, is suspended and stuck are two enormous slabs of stone upon which you can see these arcane runes they're sort of green and blue lines and circles they glow a little bit they give off only a very slight glow um uh, but they appear to be part of the stone itself in a way it doesn't seem like they were painted on or, or carved in um you get the sense of it being um uh an, an element of the stone i think um merlin already understands that these are kind of just nature-based magics things that come up through nature um and live within the stone the stones have been used um in a way that they've been um uh placed here to enhance an abjuration spell um merlin had already done a brief look over the area and and is generally quite familiar i think with a lot of nature-based spells whether he can cast them or not at least his understanding of it is pretty strong with the amount of time that merlin has spent in the forests um by himself so you can see these kind of these these runes glowing they coalesce around two circular holes present on each slab um when merlin looked into it um understanding what the runes pertain to it seems to be a warding of some sort um referring generally to an exit behind the suspended waterfall when the water is activated the water will run for 60 seconds before um freezing once again and um above the left hand slabs uh hole there is a symbol that looks like shards of ice and above the right slabs um hole there is a uh, a symbol that looks kind of like boiling steam rising up out of the hole and uh yeah you guys have done that you've done the look over and as you guys approach it again you can see that the the slabs are pretty big they're probably eight or nine feet tall but all of you with maybe the exception of merlin could jump up and and put a hand in the hole the hole being about the size of uh, an ogre's fist or a, or a you know a football for us something like that um and uh yeah that's about it what you see here everything else is just natural looking the water in every other um part of this cave is running down the sides there's water underneath you the rocks are, are relatively flat um but they're you know they're damp they're not dangerous necessarily um the the idea that this would fill up with water even if this waterfall was running and that all of these this entire place was was uh um sealed it would still probably take a little while um and with the knowledge again of the 60 seconds it's um that's kind of what you're dealing with um <clears throat> yeah so as you guys wander up to it uh what are you guys doing this time to look at it what about the area around the waterfall does it look like it's been used recently is there like any signs of like broken rocks and stuff that haven't been eroded uh, give me a survival check or a perception check. 
Yes, survival. Twelve. It doesn't look very disturbed here at all. Um, looking over it, as you're as you're placing boots down on the kind of moss and algae or the, that is covering a lot of these rocks, you're seeing that you're very easily disrupting it and moving out of the way. Anything, even the beast that lived at the other end of the cavern, moving here would definitely have disrupted this algae and, and it would take a long time for it to be replaced. Um, that suggests to you that no one and, and nothing large has really been here, stood on these um, slabs or um, interacted with this thing in quite a while. And you can see that there's a kind of an algae and a greenery over almost everything here. Um, other than that, I don't think you get the sense. Uh, you don't see any clues or any anything that would that would belay to you that there is uh, there has been anybody else here in a very long time. <clears throat> so here's a thought. What if this thing is some sort of a a magic contraption? Like if you you hit the one that looks like fire, maybe it melts this ice and the water resumes. And then hit the one that looks like ice, and it would refreeze it, stop it in place, maybe. Hmm. Simple hot and cold logic. I mean, that, that is, of course, a possibility. I could try using some fire magic right now on this... Uh, um... Okay, well, before you do that, let's... let's worst, uh, the worst case scenario here, the room floods with water? Hmm... <sighs> I mean, it would flood straight back into the other cavern. It'd be quite difficult for it to pose a threat immediately. True, the water would run downward. Let's I mean, consider the best case uh, scenario, if it does open. Okay, well, best case scenario is this water unfreezes and we just hop through this hole, because I think even with this water running, we could still climb up it. It would be a tad slippery, but... Does Merlin know it's a 60-second thing? Is that something that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. If we have 60 seconds to wake our way through. Actually. Is that enough time? See, now you have me concerned. What if the water freezes all the way through and if you're still in the tunnel after a minute, you freeze solid? That would not be fun. Yeah, you'd no. probably die a very horrible and miserable death. Or you hit the hot thing again and just unfreeze it right away. So we shouldn't do anything. What? I mean, Until we're by all means, I'm in favor it? of some tri uh, trial and error, by all means, is my my vote here. We'll just figure out how it works and then move through. Yeah, I trust you, Merlin. I don't... This is not my... Not my area of expertise. If you want me to stab the waterfall without it knowing, I can, but this is kind of on you. Magic. I'll walk over to the fire slab and, like, hold my arm out as if, like, I can pick you up. I, uh, I then uh, take take that offer. Uh, so I basically put my hand on the ground and let you stand on it and then just sort of, like, lift you so you can get to the hole. Okay, and I, and, and, um, I, I do just that. And I, I put my, my hand on the, the slab and emit, start emitting heat using Firebolt. Hmm. Yeah, you sort of cast this Firebolt spell. It allows you to um, create a small flame um, on the on the rock. There's um, a moment where everybody's very aware that a fire is ignited. There's some light um, 
But there doesn't seem to be any direct response from the slab, from the rock itself. The runes don't react. Nothing changes in the, the uh, area around you. Hmm, mm. curious. Maybe we have to do both at once. Yeah, I'm thinking the same. So, Balance. fix. Yep. I gently put you back down, and then... Fire, Merlin, uh, Will. Fine, why don't you give him a hand? I just want to be ready in case... In case there's a fail-safe. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm gonna posture up on that, like, second rock near the hole and just be ready in case anything comes out of it. Comforting. I'll walk over to the other slab. And sort of position my hand over the hole waiting for Merlin. I, I, I nod to her that I'm ready. <sighs> okay, three, two, one, and I'll cast Icy Hands. Okay. Um, at the same time you cast these these spells, one side, um, a, a sheet of ice pushing out from your hand, and on the other side, um, some fire heating up the other slab. Um, immediately on your side, um, Fix, the entire slab um, reacts. You see the runes light, the then ice begins pouring out of the hole. Um, it rushes out of the hole as if it's a waterfall, like the one um, in the center here, running down. Um, but it also spreads out across the ice. As you step back, maybe, the entire thing crystallizes and is frozen. On the other side, at the, uh, at the same time as this is happening, uh, Merlin, you cast the fire bolt and you get the same reactions before. Fire, then no change or reaction from the slab itself. However, your side remains completely frozen over. Hmm. What a very Sorry, interesting what, reaction. I re repeat that? What happened on Merlin's side? Nothing. Nothing. Mm, did you do it? No. Uh... I'm going to walk over and take a closer look at the symbol on Merlin's slab. Yeah. On the other slab, on the right-hand slab, there is uh, a symbol that looks a lot like boiling steam. Is that the only fire spell you have? It's not just fire, I don't think. That's Steam is melting ice, right? Or melting water? Mm. Evaporating maybe he water. Needs, maybe he needs to aim the fire down at the water beneath it. Make steam, not fire. Maybe. I can try that. Is that the plan? That's the plan. You doing it? Yes. Just firing off firebolt at the Actually, no, hold, but, but as he's getting ready to do that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk over there. I, okay, I have an idea. Don't stop me. I have a I have a water skin, so I'm gonna take the water skin out and I'm going to pour water into like the the opening, mm -hmm. and just you know dump it in. I don't know if the middle of the thing is hollow to where the water would just run down the inside, or if I could fill it up like a cup or what. No, you can you could fill up a, a pool in there. Okay, yeah. I just make a little pool of water in there and then say, alright, evaporate that maybe, and then step back. Fine, Will, fine. What? Well, I'm just... <laughs> and Merlin starts evaporating. Yeah, you've, you, you launch a fireball into the hole where the pool of water is, 
there is uh, a moment as this flame launches over. As it hits the water and the water begins to steam up, you do notice that the runes react now. Steam pouring out from the hole. And then also the the um, the slab itself begins to um, just emit steam from it as if it was porous, even though it still remains rock. Lots of steam rushing up behind you um, or next to you or in front of you. The waterfall suddenly starts rushing down and... Um, you uh you hear it more than more than maybe see it at first as it suddenly gets very loud the waterfall turns to water starts rushing down spraying water over you and uh just moving it doesn't do anything like rush towards you and, and knock you off of these rocks or fill up the room or anything it runs pretty naturally um and fills the water becomes a kind of a little moving river below you dispersing some of the algae as well as soon as as soon as my idea works, I'm gonna take like a mocking half bow, like I'm on a stage, and go, Willerton Otis, wizard extraordinaire, at your service. But we only have 60 seconds to get through this thing, right? So let's move, mm. and, and I'm gonna run and start climbing up the hole. All right. I think Merlin just huffs at at, at Will, and uh, just all on on all fours, just starts making his way to this uh, <gasps> this well, uh, waterfall. Yeah. He's now there, rushing Who's next? before them. I'll run uh, to it and I'll hold my arms out to Merlin to lift him up. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll hop up first and then. How tall is, is is it tall enough that this might be a difficult climb in no, no, any no. way? You could easily jump up the stones and crawl in. It's nothing okay. for any of you. All right, cool. Then in, in that case, assuming no one else is going to need a hand up, then I'll just like start crawling through as quick as I can to get to the end of it. Uh huh. Everyone's yeah, kind of call... doing the same. Everyone following suit. Yeah, I'll call Vita back and command it to be the soot spirit and kind of try and tuck it into my cloak as I climb in. Yeah. Um, yeah, you do so. And probably just as your boot passes through, it freezes behind you. <laughs> just a sudden stop. You, um, you get that sense of it stopping um, behind you, but also you can see that you're sealed now as well on the other side of it, stuck inside this tunnel behind you who what was the order here um i went was, first it was will merlin merlin, merlin firefix firefix um it's the wrong order again oh, great i'm behind it? his stinky butt that's right you are behind his stinky butt <laughs> you make massive clouds of poison 30 <laughs> feet wide i don't much. want to hear we it. are behind yours <laughs> um Beware. yeah you guys um begin moving through the um, the tunnel here and it really is just a, a small tunnel that you need to crawl forwards through it's not big enough for you to stand up in um, Merlin might be able to kind of get up onto kind of haunches a little and move around a little better than the rest of you but I think the other three are really stuck just kind of moving through in single file um, it's very much like the rest of the cave has been so far jagged um, uncomfortable rocks generally damp um, every now and then there will be a smaller pool of water that your hand will um, uh, hit and, and the water will come up to maybe your wrist. But for the most part, it's just a, a, a relatively straight moving tunnel. It feels like it's heading in one direction. Um, it's very circular. It's very possible that a very, very, very long time ago this was carved out by someone or something. But now it is um, with the water and the constant years of erosion it seems to be a lot more of a natural hole but the fact that it runs very straight might seem a little odd to you 
um, you guys probably crawl through the tunnel for about five minutes or so before um, you recognize the sounds of a second waterfall. Um, this one running. And uh, it begins to echo down the, the tunnel towards you. Um, Will, being ahead of everybody else, um, you eventually you notice that the, the vision of rushing water comes into view. Um, the exit being the same size. And we're, we're talking maybe probably three foot by three foot circular um, uh, exit here. Um, but you can see water rushing down um, a pool of it at the end of this, um, suggesting the lip of the end of the tunnel. And coming to the edge of it, you can see out of the water there is now a cavern spreading out in front of you. However, um, the, the water is hitting some rocks. You could for sure climb down and get out of this thing. Um, but the, the climb down is about 30 feet this time. It's not a few steps up. We're kind of at the edge of a 30-foot drop in a way. Um, it's something you could climb down, but it's water hitting it completely. Very, very um, difficult. There is, however, what looks like a body of water below you. But from this, um, uh, from this distance, it's very difficult to tell how deep that water is. Uh, it could be an inch. It could be, you know, several feet deep. Not, not really. I will. Sure. Uh, I'll do the same thing that we do every night, Pinky, mm -hmm. and try to take over the world with this copper coin. Um, I'll pull out. Ah, that's my last copper. I'm gonna have to start throwing silvers now if I want to scout out a room. Um, I'll take out a copper coin and cast light on it, and then say, and I'll just kind of turn back over my shoulder and say, "Give me a sec. It's a, uh, it's a long way down. Let me see if I can figure out how to do this." And then I'll toss the coin straight down into that body of water and see how far it sinks. Yeah, you flick it into the the waterfall. It gets caught in the waterfall and then flies down the side of the um, cavern side. You notice that the um, the coin hits the water and a, a moment later comes to a stop. You're looking at about two or three inches of water there. It disperses some of the green algae. It's kind of dispersed from the waterfall anyway. Beyond, you can see this cave opening up. A lot like the one that you came in on. A much larger looking thing. A higher roof. Um, and uh, it seems to curl off in a, in a single direction again. Um, but this one seems to have a lot more water in it. If it's not, um, it may get a little deeper in, but below you, you could jump down and you wouldn't find yourself immersed in water. However, if you did fall, you also would not have a body of water to potentially break the fall. Right, okay. So the, the short version is if I jump down now, I hit rock. Is that, yeah, that's you're just going to jump 30 feet down. <laughs> okay, and under that's, a that's what I'm hearing. Slippery, sharp um, rocks, it would not be ideal. All right. Uh, is there is there like any loose pebbles or rocks in the tunnel with me? Yeah, plenty. Okay, I'm gonna repeat the same trick and throw another one further out and see if like maybe deeper out into the cavern, maybe the water there is a little deeper. Yeah. Try roll that. me a d20 plus your dexterity modifier. Sixteen. Sixteen. You throw this um, rock out. It's got light on it as well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you throw this one a, uh, a bit further Which, out. If I'm not mistaken, I can only have one light source at a time, so yeah, the first coin that I threw one. would go dim. Yeah. You throw it out. Um, you hit the water. Uh, much further in, the, the water isn't moving as much um, as it is by the waterfall. The um, center of this, this kind of swampy 
um, mass of water is hit, dispersing the algae again. The light this time falling and falling and falling, and you see it falls to be a lot deeper. Center of this cavern is a slightly deeper um, body of water, but it also doesn't seem to be extremely, extremely deep. Um, it, it, I don't know if uh, uh, how well you can see everything, but you do notice that the source of light in this very dark cavern um, comes to a stop, maybe six, eight feet max. Difficult to tell from where you are, though. Okay. But it certainly gets deeper into this cavern at some point. Right. Can I see? Can I? Is there anything else of note in the room other than just drop into water and rocks? Is there any other alcoves, ledges, rocks, anything? There are points that look similar to where you are um, in this room at other sides of it, but um, you, from your position and with the um, the sixty feet that you can see, um, reducing quite a lot of what you can see of the room ahead of you. Um, directly ahead of you is another cliff face, almost as if you're in a um, an alcove that opens up into a slightly wider cavern. Um, you can see a. a, a an almost tunnel that would be big enough for you to walk out of directly ahead of where you are just off from the um the waterfall um however the um alcoves and all the things and ledges and stuff are kind of sporadic and random again it's more like water erosion than than anything man-made um for you guys here your your relatively restricted in your approach to this when you're looking around there is a decent amount of rocks directly underneath this waterfall and just around it for you to climb down with footholds and handholds um but not really much else around the area um for you to move towards or latch onto or you know whatever you're planning to okay. do um, and one last question. You really question. sort of only have the choice of going down at this point, climbing down somehow. And as right, safely so as you can. Either climb down or try to clear the shallow part and land in deeper water, right? That's my... And even then, the water may not be deep enough. Yeah, it's not It's not right. ideal. You'd have to jump at a strange angle as well. Right. Um, okay. Um, last question is, does the... Does the drop here does it go straight down or is it like angled slightly like could i potentially like slide down or surf yeah, down if straight, i wanted to get it's fancy pretty, pretty straight down there's not there's not enough of a decline that you would uh okay yeah i'll just i'll just turn back to those and say it's not really many options here other than dropping straight down uh into not what too, just looks like another cavern below us there's a little bit of water <sighs> I'm sick of being wet. I'm, yeah, you know, of all the things I was hoping to find at the end of this tunnel, another waterfall was really not what I was hoping for, but... A light would have been nice. Have you still got your grappling hook? I, I, I visibly resist the urge to just make a light. (laughs) She says that. Um, and yes, I still have my grappling hook. I'll start fishing it out. Glad I brought this. It's getting a lot more use than I expected. Is there anything solid in the tunnel that I can hook it onto? Um, I'll say, yeah, you can find something. There's there's plenty of um, holes and, and breaks in the wall that you could hook it into. Okay, and then lastly, is this tunnel wide enough to where... 
nice. No, gonna be awkward. I was gonna suggest that the others go first so I could lower them down more easily, but <laughs> that's gonna require them like you literally squeeze. climbing, <laughs> climbing over me to get through. And and I and, and I think Will is like, <laughs> he's actually sitting there like mentally picturing I should let the. They'd have to look. Nope. And then, and then it just starts this going. This whole for time, your shield has been scraping on the sides of this thing, and it's just been a probably nightmare for everybody behind you. Yeah, it's very, very small. Um, yeah. Three foot wide, three foot tall at, at yeah. this point. Yeah, well, we'll think, of, think about that for a second and then go, absolutely not. And then just go first, and and um, I'll try to you know plant it solidly and say, all right, hope I don't die. And then starts uh, trying to rappel down. Okay. Give me a um, dexterity check. You would normally have disadvantage, but you don't because you're using the grappling hook. Okay. Is this not in any way an athletic exercise where I could use my athletic skill instead? You can use uh, acrobatics if you would like. Okay. That makes no difference. So yep. dexterity <laughs> check it is. A six. <laughs> a six is... Uh, a success, but it is a a horrible one. So if you want to describe how how this is just the worst possible way you can successfully do this and what it looks like for the rest of us. Uh, it looks like me losing my grip almost immediately because of the water soaking the rope. It's and whoever is like you as well and hitting your shield and everything <laughs> yeah. constantly. Uh, whoever is right behind me in the tunnel was it Merlin went second. Oh yeah, and I'm watching. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm Mer Merlin, trying Merlin to hold back from laughing. Merlin can see me grab the rope, but between like the the metallic like gauntlets that I'm wearing and the uh, the water on the rope, it's impossible to get a grip. So as soon as I go to rappel, it's just zzz, like sliding down at maximum speed. And then as I'm like descending way too quickly at the last second, I like wrap my hand around it that way to finally get a grip, like right before smashing into the rocks, and just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. Ow. Fine. Ow. Fine. Ow. And then descend the last few feet. Yeah. It wasn't pretty, but you make it down um, and out from under the waterfall. It gives you a little better of a, a, a view of the cavern here. You um, probably uh, can see where the descend in the water begins. You can see that about maybe 10 feet ahead of you, the water gets a little deeper and a little deeper. It's kind of just doing that thing as if... Um, uh, like a ramp-like descent into the deeper water. Very thick algae looking at the center of it. Around the edges, it's moving and lapping gently like a very small lake under the cavern here. Um, and just around the corner, you actually have a worse view here um, than you did from up on high. You know that you just have to maneuver around um, a, uh, a single wall, but you might have to dip a, 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 a foot into the water to get around it. Um, would be an exit point, though there might be others. Um, it's pretty difficult to see. Again, you're kind of in an, an alcove here. Um, way up above you, uh, Merlin is is peering out and looking down. Um, Will has descended. What is your plan? What are you doing? Well, first uh, I look down and I, I give uh, I give Will a look, like I <laughs> like Merlin's got a plan up his sleeve, and he, he turns back to uh, fire and fix. Um, <laughs> he he utters. Uh, uh, this uh, this guy didn't know I had Featherfall. <laughs> mm-hmm. You should never tell him. <laughs> no. It's too much fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Wow. So, you uh, you ready to jump, ladies? Mm-hmm. What's so funny up there? Nothing. Nothing. Just admiring your graceful maneuver. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my finest moment. We'll see about that. And I'm gonna use a, a feather fall on the three of us. Alright, you can choose up to five falling creatures within range. A falling creature's rate of descent slows to 60 feet per round until the spell ends. If the creature lands before the spell ends, it takes no falling damage and can land on its feet. And uh, yes, so you consume a spell slot and the three of you um, <coughs> will uh, be able to jump. What does the spell look like when you cast this? I don't think we've seen you cast too many spells other than the burning hands. Yeah, no, so with this, um, uh, we we all jump, I assume, at the same time, and um, immediately, like just a, a like a gust of wind, um, just kind of uh, starts forming underneath our feet, and uh, guiding us uh, to to. Yeah, you just kind of Iron Man <laughs> down to your. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all three of them landing one uh, in a kind of triangle around Will, one on either side of him, as they slowly descend, very softly, gracefully taking gracefully down. to the Mary Poppins style. The- <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, as we were falling, I would have taken the grappling hook off the thing as well, and just kind of like brought it down with me and just handed it to Will. Yeah. All right, fair enough. I guess s- since I'm the expert on deciphering ancient runes <laughs> you can save us from the long falls well, it's good to keep your survival instincts in practice mm-hmm. yeah. one more trick in his hat though for our wizard good to know so what have we got here what you've got here is a cave opening up ahead of you. Um, I do have a map for it, so I'll bring you over to it so that you can see kind of where you are um, a little better. And if I drag you over to here, hold on. Loading up. For me. Oh no. There's a it's map. A map. Yep, it's that means a map there's map. a monster here. Oh, I was hoping it was just an image. Always a monster. Meta gaming. Um, <laughs> Yes, ahead of you, um, Will, you saw that there was, um, from from up here, you could see that there was an exit over in this direction somewhere. Um, but now that you're back down here, you can see that you have to kind of get around this thing. However, um, from about here onwards, the water is uh, about four feet, um, getting deeper and deeper and deeper the further into the center of this map that you go. Um, where you're standing now is currently shallow water and easy to maneuver around. Ahead of you, it's going to be slightly more difficult to uh, maneuver through because your uh, your legs will be, you know, up to your knees and up to your thighs, or in Merlin's case, he will be fully submerged in the water. Be I hate carried. fighting in water, Brad. <laughs> okay, you're in um, a watery cave. This whole thing, by the way. The first dungeon I wrote for the whole of Mistlight is called the Water Caverns. So, um, <laughs> there was Legend really of Zelda avo- Nightmare flashbacks. Yeah, there was not much avoiding it. Um, you know, you probably should have just kept on the road to some point, but you're in the Water Caverns now, so. Yay. Yeah. Is that a flat piece of land then to our left? Yes. Completely flat. Okay, so. Yeah. Um, I'm going to walk up there. Flat all the way here as well. This is just. Yeah, but it's dry, right? <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, it's dry. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to walk up to the dry bit and just shake off and sit down. 
Okay. Like a dog you shake off? No, not that weird. Just okay. kind of like, you know, sort of squeegee myself. <laughs> okay. You know, I, I hate how disgustingly moist it is in here too, but we're about to get soaked again. Yeah, we're going to get wet anyway. Mm-hmm. I was hoping I could have a rest. <laughs> again? <laughs> yeah. Wow, it's almost like you have hardly any spell slots. Yeah, weird. <laughs> it's almost like we've gone into this map and now I'm worried. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll just look at her. I will look at her and say, I mean, we're about to get soaked again. I don't think drying off is really going to be of much help. Mm. It's the small comforts. They are very helpful in times like this. All right, fair enough. I'm going to see if I can... Uh... Well, I've already run into one giant carnivorous fish down here. I'd rather not run into another one unexpectedly. So I'm going oh. to walk to the... I'm going to walk to the edge... Why did you edge... have to bring that up? I'm going to walk to the edge of the water and just I'm just going to watch and listen and wait for a minute or two and see if I can pick up anything moving around in this... Uh... In this cavern. Uh, is this, like, right here? Is this where it starts to get deep? Yes, you're like right on this the line. Edge. Yeah, you're going up to that okay. edge. Yeah. All right. Then, I suppose it's probably a good time to ask you to roll me a dexterity saving throw. I hate you. I'm sorry. This is exactly what I was hoping you would do in a horrible, <laughs> twisted way. A ten. A ten. Okay, versus the crocodiles. Twenty. Yes. No. Wait, do we all need to? No, 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 well. just the one that's walking up to the very edge where crocodiles okay, wait okay, quietly okay. for their good. prey to come up so that they can launch out of them. Because that's yeah. exactly what's happening right now. Crocodile gets Whoa. an eighteen, and that is a surprise round on the initiative. Turn order. Everybody, please roll me some initiative. There are. Bet you wish you're in the dry area now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Forgive are... me for trying to scout the area. There are crocodiles in the water, and. Uh... Oh, I don't like that image. No, that's scary, right? Mm. Um, I will mm. roll. Oh wow, I have no dice uh, because I moved house and I didn't get them. What do I? That's unfortunate. Yeah, I need my secret dice roll. But I will roll uh, initiative for the croc. Boom. Seven. Haha. <laughs> Aha. Right. Well, it, <laughs> this one gets a surprise round. So one of them gets to go. Uh, but they all go on a seven. And are we all on there? Let's see. Uh, yeah. Yes. I'm proud of you guys. Normally, I would give you some sort of advantage for doing that. But unfortunately, oh wow, both of my screens have desynced. That's weird. Do you see the token as if Will is on top of the crocodile or as if he's next to it? The crocodile it's, is on top uh, of Will. The, <laughs> the crocodile is taking up four spaces and I'm occupying the bottom left space. Okay. Which means my left hand screen is incorrect. One second. I have two different roll 20s open. Aha, yes, there we go. So it was there. I thought it was correct. Okay, so um, this crocodile here, Will, um, <clears throat> I guess at, as you approach, 
the edge of this um, <clears throat> kind of swampy, deeper area. As I, as I actively a, scan for enemies. As you actively scan <laughs> for enemies. Um, as if the crocodile wasn't also scanning for prey and waiting for okay. something to come to the edge <laughs> right. of the water. All right, fair enough. Um, it's the only prerequisite I put into this entire thing. Otherwise, you would have been able to just see them. Um, you realize that there are that there's this algae-like, swamp-like uh, green and yellows. Um, and inside of those green and yellows, at the very last moment, you see um, two prehistoric eyes just inside of all of this and it jerks upwards rising up from the water and a powerful tail thrusts this huge thing forward i don't know if you guys will have seen a crocodile they're not extremely common they're not uncommon so if you want to say that you do know or don't know what this strange creature is um that's entirely on you and your character but this thing these jaws open up rows of teeth these horrible eyes these these um the, this long thing dispersing the algae and water opens its mouth and lunges forward and it is going to attempt to bite you. Um, surprise, surprise. And the bite coming in any day now. Aha, on an 11. What do you do? Uh, as soon as I see the thing coming up, I think... I just... Reflexively, as it tries to bite me, I just punch it in the nose. <laughs> like yeah. <a> bad dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just this punch. huge thing launches out of the water. Everyone sees and hears this sudden thrashing of water, and then this enormous, strange, prehistoric-looking creature rushes towards Will. Will backsteps naturally, his fist coming out, pushing and, and punching at the the nose of it. Um, the thing continues to move towards you, Will. Obviously, you don't deal any damage to it or anything like that, but you deflect the, the closing jaws. You hear a snap as the uh, the jaws close near you, and the thing starts to move around. You also then notice two other areas of the water ahead of you um, begin to move as, as the other crocodiles in the area sense dinner or some commotion that will probably lead to dinner for them, and they begin moving over towards the area that you guys are in. Um, that brings us into the true turn order, which is you, Will, first. What would you like to do? I will... Give me two seconds here. I need to remember what all we just gained when we leveled up, because I haven't fought since then. Yes. This is a... That's a full action. Okay. Uh, never mind. I will... Step here and take the dodge action, mm -hmm. Un unsheath the sword and shield, because up till now I just had my hands. Uh, pull out the weapons and go into, yeah, just take the dodge action, settle into a defensive stance and try to block this choke point. Okay. And then just kind of yell back to the others. It's at least it's not a giant fish. It sort of looks like a giant Yet. fish maybe. Um, you, uh, yes, Merlin, you're the next to react. You see all of this happening nearby. You can just about make out in the distance that there is commotion of more of these creatures moving towards you. What do you do? Oh, I'm uh, then immediately going to use a magic missile, considering I see more than one target. Oh, yes. Can you see more than one target? You can see two targets right now. Okay, so that's, uh, is that three times, correct? 
Yeah, you roll each one uh, individually, I believe. Okay, so I, I, I think I only see the two. Sorry, so I'm still talking like Merlin. You, um, um, yeah. you don't need to roll to hit. They always hit. Oh, um, oh, okay. So all it does is roll damage. So you can roll uh, three times, and each one will do its own damage. Or I believe, actually, they do the same, right? Is that what the rule is on Magic Missile? We should figure it out now because I can never remember. You know, Fairlight? I think by strict interpretation, they do the same damage, but the, the because the wording roll. is so vague, a lot of people roll them separate. Yeah. We'll do the. We'll do it's it whatever you same. want, to be honest, right? Okay. I think I it's the same. Um, so, yeah, we'll take the first one, the three. Um, so, you okay. can choose to have two of them hit one of the crocodiles, the one below you. In fact, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'm going to add a red dot to this one. I'm going to okay. add a blue dot to that one. And I'm going to add a pink dot to that one. Red, blue, and pink crocodiles. Um, okay. So yeah, two for the red, thing. one for the blue, because I don't see the pink. Yep. Um, okay. Okay, so three damage. How does these things look that we, we... I don't think we've seen you cast this, or have we? Um, I would imagine uh, Merlin would put up his hands, kind of like he's, he's pulling up some, some finger guns, and he sees blasted pow, pow, pow at each of these uh, gators. Yeah. Get struck with these things. Will, from above you, these sort of darts, these magical arcane darts strike the crocodile. They kind of... Um, reacts to them but seems to be focused on you for now. You see another one whiz off around the corner behind you as you're focused on the one directly in front of you. Um, you can still move or do a bonus action, Merlin. Um, I think, I think I'm just gonna move closer to, to fire. That's okay. that's it. Brings us to you, Fix. I just sigh and stand up slowly and like brush my hands on my my legs. <sighs> And then Hex and Eldritch Blast. Okay. Give me the uh, attack roll. Are you causing the Hex to do uh, which which of its um, saving throws or its ability scores? I'm just uh, saying, if you Hex their strength, this is turning into alligator wrestling. <laughs> I was going to Hex their strength. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> it's Crocodile Dundee. Right. Uh, it's a 10 on the Eldritch Blast. 10. A 10 is a miss. You, um, no. yeah, you probably hit the water as this thing is kind of partially submerged in the water around it. The water kind of spraying up behind where the crocodile is um, as this Eldritch Blast hits the uh, the area near the crocodile. What, um, you're hexing the strength, yeah? Yep. Okay. Doing anything else? No. Just gonna fold my arms and just watch. <laughs> okay. Brings us to you, Fire. Ah, uh, I will. I immediately just jump back out of fear, and then I will raise my short bow and take a shot at the one uh, trying to eat Will. Okay. 20. 20 is a hit. Seven piercing. Seven piercing damage. You have sneak attack as well. Oh, do I? Because Will's next to it. You don't have advantage. Oh, yeah. You have yes. an ally next to it. You still get it. Oh, yes. And uh, that is a five for a total of 12 piercing damage. Um, you get this thing, like, in the head, 
uh, you see an arrow Im embed itself in the back of this creature's head, Will. Um, the creature is still alive, but by all means, you feel like it shouldn't be. Um, it continues to thrash wildly, this enormous beast, this giant tail moving out of the water around you. And um, yes, it continues to live. Fire, you can still move or do bonus action stuff. Uh, I'll stay. I'll just stay here because I want to be, I want to make sure that I'm by Merlin. Alrighty. So, Crocodile next to you, Will, will attempt to bite you on a 19. Uh, it's a 13. 13, because the dodging. thing has advantage. Nope. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 13, I'm guessing it just bites a shield. Um, since or this is you, the one you're that's, dodging out of the way, you can jump. Since this is the one that's strength hex, I just want to come and bite me. I want to grab and just push it back. Okay. <laughs> Get off me. <laughs> yeah, you can do that. It seems weaker. Um, roll me an athletics check. Uh, no, 16. 16 is one higher than I set a DC in my head for you to kill it. You push the thing away. It kind of rolls over. You notice that the creature, uh, the, the arrow in the back of its head, these thrashes, these wild thrashes were probably death throws as it kind of rolls over and bears its belly and then kind of just sinks a little and floats away from you as you kill it by <laughs> slap, pushing Just slapped it. a crocodile you slapped it to death. To death. Um, <laughs> and uh, yes, then there are two others coming in. Um, now they can swim pretty quick. This one's going to come on over. And this one's going to come on over as well. Um, I think actually I will have... Uh, I will delete this one and bring him all the way up. Now, one of them is uh, close enough to hit you. The other one used all of its movement to get there. So I'm going to have one more attack on you. The disadvantage is an eight. And Will, I need a wisdom saving throw from you, please. Oh, boy. Okay, an 11. Ooh, an 11. You um, see the, the, the second crocodile that's coming up to you. The first one comes up and comes nearby where you are. And uh, another kind of jump backwards as it opens these enormous jaws and clamps them closed near you. Surprisingly fast, but, but pretty obvious in its move maneuvers, allowing you to jump out of the way. As you turn to the second one, you see that it has like enormous like lobster claws coming off of its side. Um, as it's moving forward, it's using its tail to propel itself. It kind of swims with what looks like flippers, bringing these lobster claws out and snapping at you where they are. Um, it's strange, to say the least. It's the last thing yeah, so you were expecting to see, especially if you know what this creature is. Right. I don't think I know what the mutation thing is, although I imagine I probably know what a crocodile is. Um... Which, which one of these is the oddly twisted one? The pink one. Okay. And it just is like mutated with like lobster claws or something? Yeah. Where its front arms should be, it has uh, these enormous claws coming off of the side of it. Almost the size of its head. Like three heads almost, but two of them are claws snapping sideways towards you as it swims up. Ugh. <laughs> you that's, that's my entire dialogue for the turn. It's just the... Ugh. And yeah. uh, I wanted to do alligator wrestling, but the one that's hexed is dead, so I'm just going to toss again. All right. Uh, yeah. I, I, will, I will brace myself ready to 
fend them off and end my turn. Uh, brings us to Merlin. Roll me a wisdom saving throw. Oh, gosh darn it. Okay, hold on. No wisdom. No. Please. 24. 24. Oh. Easy. Uh, yes. Oh. Uh, what do you do on your turn? Um, okay. Um, I, I'm gonna immediately attack the, uh, the, the, the pink, uh, gator. Uh, I'm going to cast Firebolt. Okay. So rubbing my roll. two hands together, I'm gonna Dragon Ball Z Kamehameha, hopefully, the, the shit out of this thing. Yeah, you certainly do boil some water behind the crocodile <laughs> as you just miss on a 10. The fireball oh, launches over the top oh, no. of these two thrashing beasts. It hits the water and fizzles out. Merlin, we're done with the making steam part. Just kill this thing. Oh, I tried. Uh, you still have a bonus action or movement. I I'm going to take a step back um, with uh, fire. Okay. Um, who is next? Fix, roll me a wisdom saving throw, please. Five. Ooh, five is a bad Ooh. fail. Um, oh. the, uh, the crocodile that swims around from the left where Will is, uh, fighting with them. You see two of them come up and the one that's on the left has, uh, as it opens its mouth on the inside of its mouth you can see that there is a hand reaching out like someone's alive inside of the thing thrashing wildly reaching out as it opens its mouth to go for will it closes its mouth as will deflects and dodges out of the way um but you for sure there is someone alive inside of the crocodile on the left what would you like to do on your turn oh shit um uh, i'll shout wait did anyone else see that and then uh, I'll just try and, and point towards it. And then I'm gonna, even though no one can see me because they're all in front of me, but <laughs> not thinking very straight here. Um, and then I'll hex the, the one without the hand in. Okay. Um, and then Eldritch Blast that one. All right, give me the attack roll. Please. Eight. Eight oh, no. another miss. You, uh, Will, you feel the, this, this arcane force as the, as the air is pushed past your head this thing launches into the distance in the cavern you hear it crack into a distant wall some rocks falling into the water ahead of you as uh fix misses with this eldritch blast almost hitting you with it doing anything else fix nope all right brings us to fire give me a wisdom saving throw please okay seven seven um in front of you, uh, on the uh, in the water, there are maybe two or three um, uh, more of these these crocodiles. They're they're appearing now for you, um, like over here. They're starting to come out of the water now, bobbing up, bobbing up, bobbing up. You notice that the entire water where it's green. There are eyes opening up. Some of them in the distance begin to glow as it catches on some uh, unseen light. This place begins to fill with these crocodiles as many more of them begin to appear in the distance. There are probably like 30 or 40 of these things in the water oh, behind where we We have is. to go. We um, have yeah. to go. Oh my. 
Only. I don't think Merlin sees those, right? Yes. Yeah, only I just see it. Merlin sees the. Um, uh, only oh, Merlin doesn't see anything. Only Fire yeah. sees all of the crocodiles. Oh, only damn. Will sees the the claws, and only Fix sees the hands. For the rest of you, it just looks like two crocodiles or whatever you saw individually. You only see what I told you you saw. The rest of you don't see mm -hmm. what the others see. Oh, I didn't even register that those lobster claws were uh, part of the <laughs> illusion. I, I thought I just made the wisdom save and this was a weird crocodile. We're going to kill it anyway. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. I will... Just kill this one. And I'm going to point okay. at the one with the mutated... Uh, mutated lobster claw things. Whichever one he points at, I'll just take a shot with my short bow and I'll just yell, we have to go now. 14. 14 is a hit. Yay. See, I only think she's talking about the two crocs, not six. So I'm mm -hmm. just going to reply, they can't get past me. We're fine. <laughs> I just give you one of these. She's <laughs> <laughs> <Should> like <light> that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can hold back too, no problem. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right, uh, do you move? Mm, nope, I'll stay here because I gotta stay if I'm whirling. All right. Um, let's see here. Uh, crocodile number one. Oh, I'm struggling on this one, aren't I? Yes, good. My mm. rolls are not coming through on the other page. Yes, sir. The crocodile on your left is going to bite at you, and the crocodile on your right, well, I guess they're both going to bite at you, I wouldn't they? But we have to wait for some rolls for one, two. There we go. Natural one. Roll me a d20, please. Bella Excalibur. You always get to do these. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm the one in melee range all the time. Always the one being attacked, yeah. Is it double bad that he rolled a one? Uh, no, I think it's good. <laughs> oh. Snake eyes. Um, yeah. Yeah, nothing happens, unfortunately. Oh, bummer. Bummer. Um, you, uh, yeah, this thing kind of um, turns. I think it probably doesn't even attack you, really. It's kind of just moving and thrashing in the area in front of where you are. The second one um, on a 13 um jumps forward as you um dodge the other one you see uh this lobster claw um reach out towards where you are a momentary lapse in judgment as you bring your your sword up it almost passes through this lobster claw um and it pierces into your stomach you feel this thing suddenly strike you and push you back everybody sees will stumble backwards as this thing closes its pincers around your insides. You can feel your stomach <laughs> and your intestines being squeezed and ripped and torn up. Blood rushing down over this thing's claw as its tail it's my knee. pushes itself back into the water. Will, give me a strength saving throw. Hold that on a 13, dang son. Uh, 13. Uh, 18 on my... 18. You steal yourself against this thing. Do you, you sort of wrench yourself away and the claw comes loose from your insides. As you look down, you see that your chainmail is split. 
that the uh, shirt underneath is ripped and that you've got you can see that this is a bad wound there is um your your entire uh, stomach area is ripped open and you can see an intestine split in half hanging from the flesh there in front of you um jeez man yes uh roll me a d10 okay an eight on your page on your character sheet you i already know where this is going have th sanity go. <laughs> reduce my sanity by eight. reduce your sanity by eight you are um uh suffering you feel this pain by the way you you see this blood it looks completely real to you as far as you're concerned it looks and feels utterly and completely real for the rest of you will just stumbles backwards this this crocodile completely missed him he parried the um the the jaws of this thing away from him with the hilt of his sword and stepped backwards and then he stumbles backwards he loses focus as these two things begin to turn on him again and he's staring down at his stomach for a moment as uh it, there's a moment i think where all three of you see that he loses composure for a for a brief second um and uh, these two kind of crocodiles start to swarm around where he is. Um, Will, it is your turn. Okay, so... I mean, I imagine that I'm probably looking down thinking I'm going to die at this point. <laughs> You're definitely going to die uh, today. It's going to be, unless someone can pull a miracle off, this is a kill wound. You probably would have seen wounds like this on the battlefield from swords being yeah, run through yeah, people. There's, there's freaking... PTSD kicking in here from watching people get stabbed to death and yeah after that happens I think Will kind of just goes <laughs> sorry not overconfident and then just even though I'm not injured so it probably looks absurd to the rest of you but he's just like oh well <laughs> so much for that alright you're not the only scary thing down here and I'm gonna use uh, Aura of Menace Mm. And uh, this will... The others haven't seen this yet, uh, but every creature within 10 feet of me needs to make its own wisdom save or get terrified. Okay. Uh, and the rest of the party is out of range, so they wouldn't have to make the save, but they would still see like a just creepy red aura that just feels almost not evil it, it feels more like rage driven it's just like sheer sheer revenge sheer anger sheer hate get away from me uh they have to beat a wisdom 13 or be frightened okay blue then pink a 19 and then a nine so the um the one that has these claws um, as it's turning away from you and wrenches the, uh, the, the flesh from your stomach, you then activate this ability. You feel this sense, this aura um, of pure vengeance, of fury, and you see it duck its head underneath the water and, and it, it looks as if it's going to swim away from you as fast as it can. The other one um, continues to sort of turn, its eyes following you, its jaw beginning to tense up as it does just before it opens for another strike. You get the sense that this one is not going to flee from you all right fair enough i will i will bonus action <laughs> which is completely unnecessary to win this fight but will thinks he's gonna die so he's burning every ability that he has um so i will use vow of enmity on the top one that didn't flee 
Okay. And 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 Will's just gonna growl at it and say, "You're coming with me," as he's like doubling over in imaginary pain. All right. And end my turn there. Yeah, that brings us to you, Merlin. I'm gonna attempt to firebolt the pink one again. All right, give me the not, attack roll. Not gonna miss this time. And these are frightened, are they? The status? Uh, correct. Yeah, oh. the pink one has the frightened status. Yes. That's a twenty. A twenty is a hit. Yes, give me the damage. Eight. Eight for this one, and that's the exact amount you need to kill it. So how do you kill it? It's a, it's, it's dipping its head under the water. So you have to tell me how this works out. Okay, so, um, Merlin, uh, I guess, claps a few times, uh, rubs them together, and he just kind of takes a deep breath before he blasts, and it just, boom. Yeah, you see it kind of strike the back of this thing. You, the, the creature already having taken some damage. Um, dipping its head underwater about to swim away from you will just slows and begins to just float away from you instead of uh instead of swim away as this thing kind of just slowly moves away with the second corpse a little further out as well this one has been killed and uh is that the end of your turn merlin yes all right brings us to fix who i think um nope you're good um, uh, uh, seeing Will thrashing around in front of me, which to me looks like, what is happening? What are you doing? Um, I'll probably just, I'll probably run towards him, um, because I'm a worried <laughs> now. What is happening? And then I will Eldritch Blast at the blue one. All right, give me that. Which will hit roll. this time, won't it? No. no. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> you, uh, launch We traded dice. Another... Uh, Eldritch Blast, the creature is kind of turning and thrashing. It's, it, even though it's large and it's a large thing, it is moving very quickly and turning in a way that as you fire at the area where it was, it hits the water as it turns. Um, this Eldritch Blast casting up the water around it, adding to the thrashing, but unfortunately is a miss. And that one is also now hexed um, for strength as well. Okay. Uh, um, and as I'm running up, I'll just say... What did it do to you? I'll just turn and look at her with my hands in front of me as like like someone who has been impaled is like looking at their own bloody hands. It's that exact same motion, but I look fine. And I'll just kind of look up at her and go, sorry. I just look very confused. <laughs> Pyre, it's your turn. So I'm convinced that there are like 30 of these. Yes. And this is, okay. I will just frantically look at Fix and then Will and say grappling hook and hold my hand out. I don't remember who got it or who had it. Will's uh, got it still. Yeah, did you Fix hand it picked it up you... on her way down, right? Did I you hand, hand it back yeah. to me? Yeah. I handed it to okay. you in the bottom. Uh, yeah, in that case I'll just kind of like motion to the bag on my hip with my head like it's in there. Mm. I don't know how this would work, Brad. Um... I don't think it even would. You can go to him and pick it up. Yeah, but then I could get fucking wrecked also. Um, I'll just look confused, like just overwhelmed and I'll just go, ah, kill this one and I'll take a shot at it with my short bow. Well, yeah, it's the last one. Just kill it and go on without me. 
Oh, no, it's not. And I just shoot. 14. 14 um, is a hit. Yep, give me the damage. Whoop. 10. Yeah, it's a good shot, but it doesn't kill the creature. You see the arrow bury itself into the side of this creature where probably there is a lung or something that's going to mm-hmm. slowly kill it if you have the time, but it's still moving at the moment, however. Um, mm. At the end of your turn? Yeah, I'll just say... Grappling hook, we gotta go. And I'll just point at the top of the, like above the waterfall. Like, we gotta go back. Yeah. I'm just shaking my head, like, oh, we can take this one. Let's see if it can take you on a nine. Oh, wait, no, a 12 still doesn't matter. Um, the thing is thrashing wildly. It opens its jaws again. You bat the, the, um, the, the creature's head out of the way with a shield. It takes an enormous amount of effort. You can feel with every passing moment the, the, your muscles weakening from the loss of blood, your vision starting to dim at the edges um, as you, can, you sense that you will black out any moment now. Um, but you managed to fend off this creature this time. What are you doing on your turn? Um, I will... Bonus action... Thunderous Smite. And you'll have to use your imagination for my sound effects because my soundboard is messed up right now. But, uh, yeah, I will I will prep Thunderous Smite and then just take a swing at this thing with my dying breath. Okay. <laughs> um, here and here. Boom. It is a 21. 21 is a hit. And... No, I'm not going to. I was thinking of adding a Divine Smite on top of that, but that feels a little extreme. Uh, no, actually, Will thinks he's going to die. This is horrible from a strategic standpoint, but he thinks he's going to die. So I'm going to Divine divine and Thunderous Smite this thing at the same time. Okay. Um, so yeah, that that is Longsword Damage, which comes out to five. It is... Uh, four Thunder Damage. It is... Uh, five radiant damage, so 14 total as it gets hit with a mix of radiant lightning and steel. Yes. You strike the, uh, the, the top of this thing. You hit it in the, in the head and there is a, an enormous, um, uh, just explosion. There's water, there's sound. All of you are deaf, um, from this thing as there is just a, uh, a boom for a, a moment and then nothing but high ringing in all of your ears you see now in complete um uh uh silence the head of this crocodile just explode into teeth and flesh as will brings the hammer down then a torrent of water that rushes down water and blood cascading down over will and probably flicking up at where you guys are in that moment will your strength returns to you you look down your wounds are are gone the other ones the eye is glowing in the the distance from where you are um fire they um they begin to dissipate and vanish as well you see them one by one begin to sink under the water and disappear from um from uh from what you expected the um i guess fix you don't know what is going on with the hand in yours but um, the effects of what you were seeing are gone. However, I do need Fix and Fire to roll me a d10. Um, 
Oh, yeah. And subtract the amount oh. from Great. your <laughs> sanity oh. table. Oh. My one good roll. <laughs> See, I bet wow. you wish you had all my nat ones right that is, a, <laughs> that is a 10 each from both of you. Um, Merlin is at 100 sanity. Will, what are you at? 92. 92, oh, no. and then you two are at, at 90. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. And it's at that point we're going to go to a break here this evening. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I will uh, play a few um, uh, little ads for you here while we uh, go to a short break, including one for uh, our upcoming show, Ungodly. And uh, then when we return, we will see how you guys deal with the fallout of what was a very strange encounter with what should have just been a very simple thing with crocodiles. Thank you for watching. We'll be back in a few minutes, maybe 10 minutes. Welcome back to Mistlight. We find our party inside of this cavern. There is a waterfall running down behind where you guys are. Um, and there are these um, three very large um, reptilian creatures floating around. Blood and, and bits of reptile floating in the water. One of the bodies... Um, has has floated off into the um, distance. The body of water um, spreading out in the cavern ahead of you, um, and then uh, a kind of if you you're, you're going to have to get your feet wet, but a, a single exit that you can see to the north of the room, um, not too far from where you guys are. However, each of you has had these kind of strange experiences in this cavern. You um, will most certainly not feel right uh, merlin you feel fine you feel absolutely brand new um compared to the other three the other three you are first of all hearing strange noises almost as if somebody is speaking on the wind there are um or as if every now and then somebody walks behind you and whispers into one of your ears um there are these odd sounds in this cavern these strange whispers that are um sort of punctuating the the relative quiet aside from the drip of the water and the rush of the waterfall um that you can hear you also have this very odd sensation in your body now that your adrenaline starts to um come down and filter out um, usually you feel a little, you know, rush or a little different after you've had to encounter something like that as it is, but this is different. You can feel, the only way that you might be able to describe it is as if your blood inside your body is almost vibrating a little bit. These whispers around you, it's hard to tell whether they're inside your own head or whether they're, um, outside, but you, you don't, it takes a moment for you to, to recognize what's happening and that you can hear them. Your body feels odd. It, it, you, squeezing your hands doesn't do anything. Trying to shake it off, it, it's inside you, this sensation. Moving around, um, there's something wrong. 
um, and you get a definite sense of it immediately uh, after this fight and once the, the chaos calms down around you something's up um, and you don't feel right aside from the fact that two of you had definite sort of strange visions um, these miraged versions of crocodiles appearing for Will you saw yourself torn open by the crocodile you felt it you um, you were blacking out you, you were about to die um, Fix you're pretty sure you saw a person inside of one of the crocodile bodies but you haven't opened the crocodile up to investigate um, and again Merlin you feel absolutely fine or at least as fine as you felt when you entered the cave what do you guys do now so I was like thrashing towards Will uh, towards the end of that. Mm-hmm. So I uh, think Will was in pretty big danger. Okay. And then I, what do you do? I feel like it would take Will a second to even realize that he's okay because it's like beyond just beyond just the like illusory effect of this thing. This is also like triggering war memories of him watching people get stabbed to death by the dozens. So he's just kind of like slumped up against the wall in shock. It just kind of like leans against the wall. Uh, I would and, continue thrashing towards that crocodile um, and take my dagger out and start like trying to cut it open. Yeah. Cut open his belly. Fix just wades into the water, probably up to your knees, dragging the corpse of this headless crocodile um, and just tearing into it. And it's thick. It's, it's, its skin is extremely leathery and thick. It takes a while, but your dagger tearing into it you begin to open it up bits of flesh ribbons of flesh um pulled from this thing until eventually you find a an organ of some sort pulling it free you you keep cutting and keep cutting and keep cutting digging into this thing um there is there's not a body in here for sure this thing is is big and it could probably eat you whole but it would it doesn't seem like the type of creature that would just eat someone whole and they can live in there and reach a hand out from inside the the body of it tearing at it coming moving further up the thing's throat following the esophagus down you come to the conclusion that there there isn't uh any anything in this it, it actually seems as if this thing hasn't really eaten in a few days it doesn't seem to have anything in its stomach she probably doesn't have to cut too far either because that's the same croc that got the top half of its body just exploded by exactly massive lightning explosion uh i'll would, I'd drop it and sort of take a couple of steps back there was someone inside there. I think Merlin would immediately run to the the corpse and uh, uh, scratch up whatever he he can. Yeah, just eating some crocodile. Or you just taking later. it later? Well, right. I'm, I'm gonna take you. I'm not gonna eat raw. I, yeah. I, this this ain't sashimi, but you know, <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah, we yeah. can cook this up for later. Absolutely, add some uh, some crocodile strips raw to your yeah. inventory. And I'll stumble over to the dry area again, and I'm just going to sit with my hands over my ears and my head. And just close my eyes. I'll just reach behind me, or to the side. I just don't even look. I just reach my right hand out and try to find Merlin. I... Is every, first off, is everyone all right? I know, I know that was quite the fight back there. Um, do you hear it? Hear what? Come here. You can hear it too. What? Shh. Hear what? 
whispering voices. God, I thought it was just me. Thank God. I mean, I'm hearing the rumblies in my tummy, but that's about it, boy. Whispers? No. Something's wrong. You don't hear it? No. I'll go up to you and kind of frantically... Oh I'm gonna move your hair away from your ears. I've probably done what? it before. You're like, oh. listen. Yeah. No, I... I'm not hearing a thing. Will, can you hear it? My imagination. Do you what? want me to prepare us all a snack? Will's still in the uh, dead man slumped against the wall post, but he's like finally starting to snap out of it when you when you address him and just go. Uh, yeah, I hear voices. Uh, I'm alive. Yes, we're all alive, I think. Yeah, but none of you got impaled. Got <laughs> and I'm, impaled? Just like, I'm just like patting down my armor at this point, like where the imaginary wound would have been. And then... Sorry, that... I think one of those things messed with my head or something, I don't know. And then stand up. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'll be, I'll be okay. And yes, I do hear that. Uh, something doesn't add up. I feel I saw things there that didn't actually happen. Can I scope the area, uh, Brad? Since uh, I'm the only one not hearing these things, I guess I'm getting a little paranoid, but trying not to lose my shit. Uh, what are you scoping it for? Well, I, I guess I want to find the source of these sounds, even if it means looking through, well, looking under pebbles and, and, and... Do you believe it to be magic, or do you think it's like a, there's a thing in here whispering to them? No doubt magic. Do you want to roll an arcana check? All right, I'll do that. And then give 16. me a perception check as well. Okay, perception. Four. Oh. It's very difficult to make out if there is other things in this cavern. It's it's very possible. The thing is big enough and you can't see the far wall over the deeper side of the water. Um, you also don't hear anything else. Um, with the chaos of the, the fight with the crocodiles, you would have expected that if something else was going to attack you, it might have happened then. Um, it's possible that there are other things in here carrying things that might wait around. Um, it could also be like fish and, and stuff like that in the water. But um, it really doesn't seem like there's much else in this cavern. You get the sense as you're speaking, your voice is echoing off the walls that you would hear stuff skittering around or flying or if there were fish jumping, you would hear them. You don't really get the sense of that from your perception check. But when it comes to what they're experiencing, your... Um, you're, you're skilled at understanding nature a little bit, um, and it's possible that they would have been poisoned and it's created this kind of hallucinogenic thing. There are all sorts of strange things that can poison you or mushrooms that can create these kind of strange colors and um, psychedelic experiences. Um, but 
the odds that all three of them are suffering the same kind of um, experience are a little lower if it were to be something like nature-based, which is probably going to lead you to the belief that there is a spell being cast here. Um, however, usually when there is a spell being cast, you're aware of it. Um, you don't really get the sense that you were aware of a spell being cast. You'd usually have to mentally fortify yourself against a spell. Um, and if the spell ends, you're almost always aware that it has happened to you. Um, if somebody is casting spells and messing with them, they're very likely close. Quite hard to cast spells like this from a very long range. Um, and uh, you get the sense that whatever they're doing is messing with them, creating hallucinations and implanting thoughts and visions in their heads. It's some pretty high-level stuff, though. Um, but you don't get the sense that it's uh, a natural thing occurring in this cave or, or a poison. Um, and if it's a spell of some sort, it doesn't really sound like any spells that you know of, but that doesn't mean that there isn't a spell that could be cast. You don't know every spell. Um, but I don't think you know what it is that's doing it. Um, but it's very, very possible. And it's very, very possible that it's like a magic-based thing. Um, but I don't think you, uh, you find the source here, at least. This is nothing like I've read in my books. I... Not usually this stumped. But what I... if there's something else hidden here? There's definitely no. something wrong with this place. What can you well, tell? I, I can't. That's the thing. Oh, it, it seems to be affecting only, you know, you guys. Well, I just watched my own guts spill on the floor, uh, so that was unpleasant. But it, now that now that the moment has passed, I seem to be unharmed. So that's nice, I suppose. But yes, whatever it was must have got into my head. I think the only thing we can do is really press on and, and, and move forward. We can't stay here. Mm. Agreed. Yeah, we have to get out. Is it constant, Brad? Is it like constant whispering or just kind of... Um, it's every now and then. It's pretty, pretty constant and pretty, uh, pretty obvious to you as well. Um, every few minutes you'll hear some whispers. Sometimes it might not stop for, a, uh, uh, you know, 30 seconds or so. Uh, maybe it'll stop for a minute or two, but it, it will continually happen. Okay. It's not like a complete, like, whisper, 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 whisper. Yeah. There are breaks. Well, who wants to lead the way, I guess? Marlon uh, raises his hand um, with hesitation. Uh, his no. hand is shaking. Now stay behind me. That's not safe. I'll go first. Look, you, uh, I, I mean, you know, as much as I'd rather you go first, Will, uh, let's just take this slow. I agree. Oh, yes, let's take it slow and let's keep an eye out for things. I'm just extraordinarily hard to kill. I would prefer you stay behind me. 
I really think we should rest for a moment. I... Please. I'm in agreement, because, uh, well, in my haste there, I... I thought my final moments were on me. I might have overexerted myself a little bit. Yeah, I, the reason I was saying we had to leave well was because when I looked out, I saw so many eyes. It was as if there were 50 of them just waiting. All right, so we've all had our perception messed with I, in some way. I was. I only saw the two. I mean, the three. I was, I was seeing grievous injuries to myself throughout that fight. I thought I was done. And then once it was over, I'm fine. But I was kind of, uh, well, I probably didn't need to go do that. And it's uh, kind of taxing to do that. So we'll just take a second then, I guess, and get ready to move. Just try to recollect your thoughts. The last thing I need is something else inside my head. I think what Merlin does at this point is he uh, scavenges any branch uh, he, he can to set up a fire. And uh, brings it over to that little dry patch and starts up a campfire. Yeah, you can do that. So right. I, I guess I guess we're gonna stay put and <laughs> short rests again. Okay. Just from the sound of it, because uh yep. we keep uh spending our resources to stay alive. You absolutely yep. may. Um So yeah, we'll do that again. And uh during this particular short rest I'm gonna I'm gonna walk up to fire. And fire, you're just you're you're gonna see my, my brow kind of furrow. And I'm clearly working something out, but it's kind of hard to tell exactly what I'm doing. I'm, I'm working on something, or I'm thinking through something. Mm, yellow. 25. Hi. 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 Sorry, there's... I don't know that I can even begin to explain this, but... During that little encounter, I'm... I, I told you I had a vision, and it's uh, kind of changed me a little bit, and I'm still figuring out the finer details. I did something mm -hmm. in that fight that I'm not quite sure I fully understand yet, and I'm trying to get a grip on it. Mm -hmm. I could, when I was swinging at that thing, I could almost see its movements before it happened, and I'm just trying to figure it out. Hmm, that's. Incredible? It'd be really handy if I could get it under control and do it on demand. What am I going to do right now? Something absurd. You don't know? You can't see what no I'm going to do? But it it only really happened. It only really happened when I swung at the thing. I was going to slap you. Uh... I kind of had a feeling you were going to slap yeah. me. That, that seems really, uh, you know, on, on topic for you. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's a skill to see that coming. Yeah. <laughs> I make a motion like I'm going to backhand her, but I stop it before it would make contact. Whether she dodges or not, I, I stop it before it would I hit probably her. don't even flinch. I'm just, like, thinking about... So... Huh. 
Do you have a question? No, I just, it's... How do I explain this? Like, I can see things that I couldn't see before, but it's like, how do you open an eyelid that you didn't have yesterday? It's a new muscle, and now I can... There's something else going on here. I'm just trying to figure it out still. Hmm. I'm not going to stop my hand this time, by the way. <laughs> and I go to backhander again. I'll try to dodge. Okay. You can yeah. do uh, contested checks if you want. No, she, I mean, I warned her clearly that my hand is okay. coming, yeah. so she ducks under it. She ducks under it. Just Okay. I'm not getting any new cool powers. I, I don't. I'm just hearing voices in my head and seeing yeah, of all the, of all the monsters powers to inherit, that aren't there. That one, that one must kind of suck. Yeah, right, well, I, don't I won't think waste it's your time. Power. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out as we go. I guess. Fix. Are you okay. ready? I think it's because everybody's been fighting on an empty stomach, and you'll you'll find that Merlin's cooking up all the the gator meat by the fire. Who's hungry? I'm probably oh. right. We wouldn't be fighting on an empty stomach if you hadn't eaten all the food. True. Is this my fault? Yes. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Probably not. Are We're you all a little. Is it like being cooked? We're Oh, yes. And uh, Merlin uh, gives a uh, gator on a stick to uh, fix. Listen, we're, we're, we're all a little on edge. You know, well, let's, let's pin the blame on the crocodiles, necromancers, and leeches instead of each other, yeah? Mm -hmm. And ration the food, Merlin. If there's something with the crocodiles that did this, is it safe to be eating them? I question whether the crocodiles are capable of an illusion of that magnitude. Plus, Might not be an illusion. There's still something going on down here. I'd wager they weren't the source. It's not the water. We've all been in the water. Let's just get out of here. Mm -hmm. Agreed. We're not going to eat? I... <clears throat> I still have a couple of my own rations that I took from home, and I trust that a lot more than that. So I'll eat it. I'll take a extras, stick. Extras for the rest of you, I suppose. I just... I'm not going to eat anything we find down here until I have no other options. I tuck it into my bag for Merlin for later. Who I'm doing the crocodile? thing that... I'm hmm? doing the thing that you do when a kid, like, hands you like a little fake teacup or something and you're like ah i'm doing that thing i'm like yum <laughs> like not is eating it good mm-hmm it's great uh, and at some point i'm just gonna toss it behind me yeah merlin roll me uh d20 oh oh no okay all right well i'm taking a bite <laughs> i swear <laughs> it doesn't taste very nice it's pretty chewy oh, no. <laughs> um you feel like it very would taste gamey. good if it was uh smoked or something or maybe you had some oh. some spices with it it tastes kind of like chicken but it just it you get the sense that it's more the way it was cooked and actually it, it wouldn't be too bad if you cooked it correctly calling but... me a bad cook brad i oh, think you merlin a is a master chef gordon ramsay today, style today he rolled a seven that was for cooking don't worry you're not poisoned 
that's true. That's true. And uh, you're in a cave, and it's not easy to cook it. Um, you can have another go at uh, another point with some stuff, but at the moment, yeah, it's it wasn't the best thing ever, but it seems fine. Like food-wise, it just tastes fine, Meh. like anything else you might find in nature, and cook very quickly and be rushed off of the fire as everyone's heading around a corner away from you to leave the cave. Presumably, is that what you guys are doing? Uh, yes. So. Um, did you yeah. want us to explore that area on the map you had, or did you just want to go back to describing it? What are you? Where do, where do you want to go? Do you want to swim over to the other side of the cave? Uh, or want to walk out of the exit that you can see? I want, I want to finish doing what I tried to do before, where I stand at the edge of the water and scout the area. But this time I'm going to start from like 10 feet back. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like slowly inch towards the water very carefully and be like, all right. Let's try this again, and then and then look into the cave and see if I can spot anything out in the distance. Movement, exits, yeah, points of me interest. A, a perception check. Okay. A huge um, five. Much like Merlin, you get the sense that, that that anything that was living in here was probably dinner for the crocodiles. Um, there, are, there really doesn't seem to be much else in here. Um, your vision doesn't extend to the far end of the cave, um, but in order to get over there, you'd probably have to swim out over the deep end. It goes up to about four feet for a little while, but you can see clearly the area earlier on where you had thrown the, um, the, uh, the pebble that had light on it a little further ahead of where you were. Um, it seems like it probably went a little deeper, as if the, the cave declines downwards with the water. Um, remaining um, pretty flat. Okay. So, so what what are our uh, options here in terms of what we can see? There's there's an exit that's visible, and then there's just deeper into the cave, and then there's the way we came, right? Swim out into the into the belly of the cave, um, or kind of wade around the edge and head out of an an open tunnel that would easily fit um, you walking through it. Quite tall, not as wide. Um, similar to the ones that you've been traveling up uh, above before you came down here. Okay, I'll just look at the other three. Oh, that looks like the easiest route. There might be something deeper in, but I don't know if we want to risk that. Uh, I'll take Vita out. <sighs> I don't fancy swimming. We might find something, okay. though. Good idea. Maybe have you little buddy see if there's anything useful over there yeah roll me a perception or a wisdom check with uh the vita uh, oh no she- i don't have the character sheet open <laughs> i have one screen <laughs> um wisdom an 11 yeah you get that kind of jewel sense again um of of this familiar of yours moving around i assume in the kind of wispy smoky form not in the fiery form so uh yeah everyone will see this kind of wisp that's very dark and shadowy disappear into the uh into the darkness and um yeah you get that kind of odd sonar sense back the the sense of uh of vetus's um thoughts and feelings that don't manifest in in sentences or anything but the the idea that um, this cave goes quite far in. There's a lot of water. You get that same response to how much Vita hates and fears water. 
um, just continues on until um, he finds a wall, um, moving around the wall, moving around the wall until he comes back around to you. No other exits or anything like that, apart from a few that are up on the walls that you had seen, which were similar to the ones that you crawled in on, um, but kind of more like natural holes that are coming in, creating uh, more water dripping sounds around you. But yeah, there's really only one way out of this cavern. <clears throat> Looks like this is our best bet. Unless you want to go cave diving again. Mm. I've had enough swimming for one day. Let's just get out of here. Yeah, no thanks. And, um, yeah, you can pretty easily maneuver around. You will have to get your boots wet, but maneuver around the wall um, towards an exit, which is north of where you are. Yep. All doing that? Just walk straight. Yep. Okay. I need to be lifted. Oh. Someone lift him up. I'll, uh... He can, he can, sh he can be my shoulder puppet. Just, mm. just I hop need on. Your puppet. <laughs> but I will, er, I will accept that offer. I didn't say that out loud, back. Merlin. <laughs> I'll just, as soon as I get into the water and realize that it's probably like overhead high for him, I'll just be like, come on. I yeah. climb up his back and I'm piggyback riding Will. Um. Yes, you, uh, you jumping on Will, maneuver around the edge of this uh, deeper water. Um, there's, an, there's a very, again, obvious exit tunnel that, um, that leads out of this cavern. Um, a few minutes into walking down this cavern, uh, or out of this cavern and down this tunnel, you, um, you can feel that horrible sensation in your bodies, the three of you that felt it before. Um, you can you get the sense that it's not going away. It remains very constant, very much on you. It, there is no um, relenting in it. The whispering continues as well. Um, ahead of you, though, you do realize that there is a true exit, an exit from the mountainside, from the from the cave system. Um, you can see um, as your eyes focus what looks like a um a, a, a sort of barren forest like a, a a a winter forest but without any snow um however you also see smog and fog and the mist itself thick over the exit of the cave um there are curled trees in the distance the leaves on them are black and twisted like strange curled hands and i need Three perception checks from the three of you, um, and then a, uh, well, actually, Merlin, give me a perception check as well. Amazing. Oh, God. We're mm. all blind. Oh, wait. Thank <laughs> you, <Merlin. laughs> wow. Uh, well, Merlin. <clears throat> Merlin first. You, okay. um... You very clearly see what looks like a, a forest ahead of you. Um, the trees are strange, and they're not like the trees that you recognize. A lot of them are trees that um, th you you maybe at first think maybe something like a willow, but there isn't enough leaves on the tree. The, the branch is curling upwards, and some of them curling in on themselves a little bit. The um, Even the, the trunk of the tree itself kind of twists at points, almost like a vine. Um, very tall, 
And while they're sparse, there are plenty of them to give you the sense of a forest, but there are maybe five, ten feet between some of these trees. Um, as you guys come towards the edge of this cavern and you start to see that thick mist and um, fog on the edge of it curling in underneath the cavern way, um, you see that it is thick through these trees. There is nothing but um, dark, twisted trees, dead kind of thin sparse grass underfoot and um and then just the thick thick mist um floating and hanging in areas the next sensation you get merlin is of your long lost love you can hear whistling a familiar tune at first before you realize it's not just a familiar tune it's a familiar person whistling in the distance the closer you get to the cave entrance the more sure of it you are she's out there somewhere she's whistling in this mist almost directly ahead of you fire you hear the laughter of your brother from when you were very young it's the strangest thing the sense that you can hear um almost it's almost like hearing a memory but it's also very very true to you like it's as if he's there um nearby just outside of the cave maybe fix you hear Carmen laughing and joking around with Hera and Ben. Um, Vetus immediately hides in your locket um, at the sound of that. As if Vetus has heard it too. You get the sense that they did. The um, familiar dismisses themselves. And Will, you see two figures ahead of you. Um, roll me another perception check. A 20 this time. 20. So, you actually see something. Um, just outside of this cave, maybe 20 feet away from you, walking towards you, um, two people. Very clear, but ghostly. Very much like the other figures you've seen with this kind of odd, ghostly translucence. Humans, um, with one casually draping an arm over the other one's shoulder there is a scabbarded longsword um at one of them's side the other one holding it over his shoulder very casually and the two of them are laughing you can even hear the sound of their laughter bouncing towards you um the laughter twists and changes in the air it bounces off of the mist itself um there is a satchel bouncing on his hip and you get a very weird feeling in your hip as you witness this satchel almost as if that you have the uh, a satchel on your hip looking down there isn't one there he looks to the other man and, and opens his mouth to speak but when he does a snake forces its way out of his jaw the second man suddenly grabs at his throat his face kind of turning purple and and blotchy as his eyes begin to bulge the sword that he was carrying falls to the mud and he begins to choke the second man then turns looks on um looking away from where the, the choking man was. He has a very pained expression on his face. He turns from that man and walks away from him. The second man, the one walking away, is you. And that's where we end our session today. Oh my god. Jesus. What? <laughs> because Disby's got places to go. Wizard extraordinary. 
Thank you so much for oh. tuning in and watching the stream. We're ending a little bit early here. I think everyone's got things to do. Um, everyone's tired and Leah needs to uh, do an, a lot of things. Leah's busy. Bisbee's got an anniversary to deal with. I've had three hours sleep. Um, Fairlight needs to go to the hospital. And, mm. uh, <laughs> He's actively dying, dude. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, with the, with the early end last week, that was actually my intended end for last week, so I extended the cave just to bring us around to a, a more um, appropriate mm. point. And, um, yeah, so I kind of just moved a couple of things around and ended up putting you in the mist when you went through the waterfall. You just didn't know it because you were in a mountain. Right. And, um, yes, so, um, lots of stuff, lots of little things in there for you to, um, pick apart and digest over the next week. Uh, everything should be back to normal next week and everything should be good to go for, uh, all of our players, I think. And, uh, we will, um, we will continue the, um, if you do want to pick apart some things and discuss some of the theory crafting and stuff with other people you can head over to the table story discord and um uh, join the mistlight sub channel where people are speaking and coming up with ideas and um theory crafting all week uh, you can also head over to brian's channel at twitch.tv forward slash brutal brie <laughs> and um check out mistlight after dusk which is tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern. All right, what else do you do during the week? Let's do some shout-outs. Cry. I play, well, actually, my uh, my new PC just literally arrived today, Ooh. so Yay. I am no longer a full-time Just Chatting or RimWorld streamer because that's all <laughs> this computer can handle, so I can actually play games, and I might pick up Resident Evil. Who knows? Yeah. I might go wild. Yeah. So. Do it. And that's okay. 6 p.m. Eastern. All right. Uh, what about you, Leah, before you collapse? <laughs> I, um, I feel like I've got three points of exhaustion right now. Yes, yes. Um, yes I've been absent all week, but usually you can find me on twitch.tv forward slash Leah, playing lots of things, and this next week's going to be very long streams because I have so much to play. Uh, uh, but yeah, I've been playing Fix, so hi. <laughs> Thanks. What about you, Disby? Hi, I uh, played Merlin Puck for you today. It was a good episode today. Thank you so much, guys, for the fun as always. Uh, you can find me here uh, on uh, Twitch at Dispiarix. I uh, I just beat uh, Resident Evil 8 the other day. It was so much fun. Um, and I do the whole roleplay thing over on uh, GTA on NoPixel. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Yeah. And congratulations again. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, um, and then, what about you, Fairlight? How's the blood loss? Uh, <clears throat> you know, it's mostly stopped. It's mostly stopped. I'm gonna have to replace the mostly. carpet. But, uh, <laughs> I have to swap out the carpet. I, uh, I'm Fairlight. I played Will, the party wizard, for you today, solving puzzles like a boss. Um, you can find me at Twitch.tv/Fairlight underscore Excalibur. Some of the, one day I'll shorten that, but today isn't that day. Uh, I'll be pl I'm on every day, and we're working our way through the new Robin Hood game, Resident Evil 8, Subnautica, Mass Effect, Guilty Gear. There's a lot of games coming out this month, so it's mm. going to be a busy one. Nice. Well, uh, yeah, make sure you go and follow all of these people. Throw them some Twitch Primes for the time that you spend in their channel. Don't come to my channel this week. It's been an absolute cluster. <laughs> 
Go. You have to go. You should go. All the more you should go. Yes, everyone go now and witness the cluster. I moved house last week and uh, I don't even, between the tech issues, if you know when you just unplug all of your stuff and plug it back in, you're Mm -hmm. like, please work and there's no way that a streamer setup ever just plugs in and works. Um, It's just been a, it's been a, it's been a dark place, says Noodle in the chat. It has. It's been a nightmare trying to get it going. I've been playing Dragon Age Inquisition the first time. um, Playing as Emma Chan. And, uh, I've been modding it and stuff, much to everyone's chagrin, because I'm not... I don't have the IQ to be modding, and I'm doing it anyway, <laughs> and it's <laughs> it's been a nightmare. I've also been playing that Hood game as well, which I very much enjoy, though not to the level of skill that Fairlight has been playing it at. I do think it's very fun, um, so I've been randomly playing that as well. Um, I, have, but, uh, I have done horrible, horrible things to people over the past week, Brett. <laughs> you don't even know. Wait, no, I feel bad. Yeah, yes. I bet. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine how you can exploit it, but I don't have that skill. Although I'm getting better with every game. I think it's just you really should, fun, man. I, I you don't should know. come, like, we'll have to bend our schedules at some point and we can go rob a castle together and yeah. I'll show you how to make yeah. people uninstall the game. We'll be trained by Fairlight Excalibur in the arts of killing and thieving. Um, uh, but yeah, until more thieving and killing happens next week, make sure to check out uh, the Table Story Discord and all of these people on their channels in the week and um, uh, Miss Light After Dusk tomorrow night on Brian's channel. Um, for the record, by the way, my name is Brianna and I've always called her Brian and it's just <laughs> such an in-joke at this point and I literally yeah. don't know how to call you anything else. And you it's can't probably call- really confusing for anyone yeah. who's just coming in on this. <laughs> you can't back this. out of it now. But it's yeah, so deep. Just so you, you, I, I always on- worry that people like look up, look, looking for Brian, you know, or something. And it's like brutal <laughs> I Brian. don't think so. Um, but yeah, uh, if you do... Now they have to come to my channel because yeah, they know check. how to get to it. Yeah. I've yeah. started every DM to her with, hey, Brian, and you're just mm-hmm. now telling me... <laughs> I know, dude, it's so bad. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, mm. so make sure to check out After Dust Tomorrow where Bree just kind of sits there and um, freaks I out. I just scream about Brad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what I'm going to do tomorrow. I'm just going to yell about this ending. Hey, check this oh, out. God, I actually get yeah. to do an outro this week. Oh, wait, I wanted to show this fan art last, last week because there's been some really cool mm. fan art. Let me just quickly pop these on the screen because I set these up last week and I'm going to have to try and do something where I get some of the new ones in to keep up. Oh, my God. They're really cool. There is also a fan art section on the Discord um, that you can check out. Um, the one on the left by Aniqua there, which is just a sick version of... Um, of fix and i guess that's either oh fix. is that the me one yeah, yeah i think it's so it's cool reacting to carmen and then yeah. on the right there is a uh it's kind of like pointillism and crosshatched version of uh, of uh, merlin which is really cool looking and, and if you I go and look at it in it. go and look at it in big and quality on the table story discord and <laughs> uh yeah from us thanks for watching and we'll see you next week watch i get to do an outro this time yay, <gasps> yay! the internet survived bye, bye.